me. And this is Caradoc, who's adopted, but don't tell him because he doesn't know. Her words were a shock. I hadn't been told I was adopted until I was fifteen, a year before my parents threw me out of the family. I had thought that until then none of my siblings knew I was adopted, that this was my parents' closely held secret, and that the explanation for my abrupt disappearance was that I was a problem child, adopted from a bad family, a cuckoo in the nest. How could my mother have told an eleven-year-old stranger a secret she had kept from me until I was in my teens? It was, of course, naive to believe that my older sisters thought I was their natural brother, born mysteriously without pregnancy and already fifteen months old. Much later I was told that both Jane and Janet had always known, but it was never mentioned. But this late discovery deeply upset my memory and perception of childhood. The other catalysts of the story are family photographs, and one in particular. When in middle age I met my natural mother, already an old woman crippled by a stroke, my half-sister gave me copies of a batch of family photographs. One of them was of me as a baby in the garden of the family home. Four years later, after a reunion with my adoptive siblings at a family funeral, my sister Priscilla gave me three King family photograph albums covering my childhood. Looking through the albums, I discovered that the same picture appeared in both my natural mother's collection and in my adopted mother's album. One a memento of an abandoned baby, and the other welcoming that baby as a new member of the family. Why one mother gave up her year-old child for adoption, and the other, sixteen years later, banished that adopted child, is a puzzle this book tries to solve. Part 1. Small Problems Chapter 1. I start with my first memory. I am on my back in a pram in the front garden of Strood House. It is a bright, cold spring morning. My hands are in mittens. They are tied to each side of the pram so I cannot move them or roll onto my side. The mittens are not for warmth, but to prevent me from sucking my thumb, which underneath the mittens is smeared with bitter aloes, a disgusting thumb-sucking deterrent applied daily by my mother. My family started ten years earlier, on the 5th of May 1939, when Catherine Cecilia Bevan, hereinafter known in the family as Jill, her brother Sidney's nickname, and Eric John Ferguson King, hereinafter called Da, both from Enfield, Middlesex, got married in secret. There was no particular reason for the secrecy, because both of them came from neighbouring middle-class families, but Jill, according to her older sister Molly, had always been a contrary and difficult child, and after a fierce row with her father over his refusal to pay for her to go to the Royal College of Music, deliberately married Eric without asking her parents. The Bevans were the older Enfield family. Jill's father, Thomas Bevan, had been brought up there and apprenticed by Weldon's son, a local family firm of solicitors. He married the senior partner's daughter, Barbara, and on his father-in-law's retirement inherited the partnership and changed its name to Weld and Bevan. Grandpa Bevan lived in a beautiful Queen Anne house called the Hermitage, 
and had a chauffeur named Yates to drive him several times a week to the firm's central London office in Soho. The Bevans had three children. Sidney, educated like his father at Blundell's in Devon, and then joining the family firm, and his younger sisters Molly and Jill, who were sent to non-academic but bracing boarding schools in Sussex to prepare them for marriage rather than professional careers. Grandpa King was Yorkshire born and bred, married a farmer's daughter from the Scottish lowlands, known to us as Little Granny because she was so small, and moved south. He became a director of the Far Eastern Trading Company Jardine Matheson, and was prosperous enough to buy another grand Enfield house called Homewood, and a substantial holiday home, the old mill house, on the Southwold Common. There were four children in the family. Eric, his older brother Graham, and two younger sisters, Mavis and Jessie. The boys went to the Lee School in Cambridge, and the girls to St. Felix, Southwold.